So hello everyone and good afternoon. Uh, welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. I'm here today talking with Matt Newman from Travel Counselors. Um, Matt's skills lie in offering bespoke packages, travel packages to far-flung places. I know he's, he's um, spent a lot of time in Nepal and China and um, he draws on those experiences. Matt, how are you? Yeah, very well, thanks, Nick. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you. Um, tell us how it started, mate. Tell us how, it's, how your, your journey started and how you got into travel. Well, I think I've, I've always loved traveling, but I guess the, um, the real sort of clincher was going away, traveling on my own, like many of us do. I was lucky enough to be away for about two and a half years, working and uh, traveling around the world. Um, I just had a real love of seeing different cultures, seeing how people eat, seeing how they live, see how they just operate, seeing how people get on transport. And I think when I was traveling around, that was a real insight into that side of things. Certainly you mentioned China, Nepal, places that were so very different, especially back in the mid nineties uh, when I was away. Um, so that really sort of fueled my, my love of traveling and, and growing up in London, being around so many different cultures, going to some of these far fun places and seeing how people live uh, it really, really benefited me coming back to London and understanding different cultures. Um, and that's been great. And that sort of continued on really with my family, uh, taking my family all over the world and, and getting my kids to see sort of how these countries live, how they operate and, and just the, the daily life of what, of what people uh, do and how they, they work in their countries. It's just been really interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me about how much you love to sit outside train stations in in places like china and just watch people and see how they how react differently and things like that i love it yeah. i love it honestly even even before sort of i went away you know like i went into railing when i was about 17 and just sitting on trains in different countries and just yeah. how you know, how everyone does things differently and certainly yeah i mean like sitting in nepal and these people with 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 nothing you know no money they got a small little hut and they all family live in one room but they all seem so happy and you know how they made their tea in the morning and and, and food and some of those the real basics of life but seeing how these different cultures do it um was really it's, it's been really really inspirational to it's me. completely unmaterialistic isn't it i think yeah uh, really living on the basics it's really intriguing to see really is really is <clears throat> so how did you blend that into to work uh, and into into businesses and things well i think uh that sort of fueled my my love of it and an enjoyment of uh seeing other places going away and i think it was like how can i potentially use that to earn some money so i started working for a a fairly large travel uh, agency and got a lot of training i found a real uh, enjoyment in putting together itineraries for people, understanding how the airlines work, pretty complex. Um, and that was that was sort of my first foray into uh, selling travel and, and earning money from it. Um, and then really from there, after you know, a few other jobs working for a variety of companies, um, I then set up on my own uh, two and a half years ago, uh, working under the Travel Counselors umbrella. Um, and it gave me the flexibility to be able to uh, liaise with, with my clients um, and giving a really great personal service um, and also being able to share my experiences of places I've been, places I've stayed um, and uh, my ability to put together uh, trips for people. Um, so, yeah, I managed to sort of create um, a really great 
business um, through travel counselors that have given me the support. Um, but having uh, some great clients who have been using me for you know a number of their trips, whether it's corporate or leisure travelers, um, to put together holidays, uh, work trips. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of just, just sprouted from there, really. But it's, it's fantastic. And it's great to be able to still enjoy travel, uh, to be able to earn a living uh, through helping other people travel. Uh, and, and passing on, you know, some of my experiences and and how I like to travel. You know, I mean, uh, how I organise my holidays. I really sort of enjoy that um, and and work hard to put my holidays together. And and every sort of client I deal with, I, I treat their trips as if they're my own holiday. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It sounds like a, a great case of doing something that you love with your work. It's your your. You know, it's we're lucky to be able to do those things so that's that's really cool yeah Um, we are you know i mean in the current climate and we'll talk about it a bit but you know it's tough you know and um you know you are having to work very hard for you know rearranging stuff but for the most part nick you're right you know to be able to do something and uh that that you really enjoy and and to be able to earn a wage out of it is is fantastic very lucky Yeah, yeah. So as far as specialising in particular trips, is there anything that you sort of niche in or is it? Um, I mean, I definitely have my, uh, my, my, my real areas that I, I enjoy. I mean, I guess for me, for my clients, I mean, I will book all travel. And I think for a lot of uh, people that I deal with, um, they might, maybe don't have so much time and they want someone to help them out, put stuff together. Um, they want that personal service. I think in the current climate, there's nothing more important than being able to deal with a human, be able to get through to someone straight away. I mean, people call my mobile, WhatsApp me, FaceTime me, whatever it is, and we speak straight away. There's no queuing and uh, there's no not struggling to get hold of people. So, so I am, I do benefit from booking all travel, whether it's corporate cruises, uh, luxury travel. Um, but I guess, you know, I do love. Uh, putting together itineraries so whether that's in Europe where people might want to stay in a couple of places around the Greek islands um, or further afield Southeast Asia Australia Canada America where people want to do a few uh, different things you know as I say multi-center you might want to fly into one place hire a car and stay in a number of different locations before flying out from another uh, airport so that's really what I, I, I enjoy doing. And I can offer you know, some really good expertise in that. I think the luxury market as well, I've been lucky enough to stay in a lot of nice properties throughout the world. So to have that experience of staying in particular hotels, particular destinations, I'm really able to share that knowledge, share that experience with clients and, and saves them loads of time. I mean, yes, you can do research and you can sit and sift through you know, all the information there is online, but to be able to speak to someone personally or meet them, meet them in their house, and go through suggestions um, through my experience and, and knowledge, then that, that, that really does count for a lot. So, um, yeah, I kind of, kind of will do everything, but um, I've certainly got my, my favorites as far as places to, to deal with. Yeah. And so um, right now, I guess um, your industry, other than uh, restaurants and um, bars and things like that, is probably one of the industries that's been hit the hardest with COVID-19. So, how are you coping with that? That must be really tough. And how are you dealing with your with your customers and how you how are you supporting them? Yeah, it's been difficult and like so many industries, you know, it's you know, as you say, hospitality especially as well. But yeah, travel has been yeah, decimated and it's I think it's the unknowing that's been really difficult. I mean, it started early on getting clients home, you know, it was a lot of busy, busy days trying to get people back from all over the world. 
um, Vietnam, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, um, just getting people home. Yeah. And then it's sort of translated into dealing with people traveling in the next month or so, yeah. um, getting refunds um, and potentially trying to rebook people, um, which has been difficult. Um, a lot of suppliers, uh, I guess it's a benefit of people using me. They're not having to do a lot of the dog work, going, getting through to suppliers, trying to get money back, uh, dealing with airlines. Uh, it's, it's been really difficult. So there was that period of getting people home and then sort of the, that interim period really from about mid-March till the end of April uh, of like, like people aren't going to go away. And now it's this realisation that people, I don't think, are going to be travelling properly um, you know, for a good few months. So it's now dealing with people travelling over the summer um, seeing how they want to play it and uh, there are clients that are still very hopeful of going away which is great um, and other clients would rather just move their trips till next year and that's what I've been facilitating and really helping them with a to protect my income um, ideally not having to give refunds back to everyone and people traveling you know a few months in advance refunds may not be possible because airlines could be traveling hotels could be open yeah. so it's facilitating those clients to then rebook for next year uh, therefore, you know, uh, meaning I, I, I keep an income, I keep, uh, you know, some money coming in and um, and also being able to help you know, rebook these trips that have been have spent a long time planning um, and, and, and clients want to go away. They want to go to travel and, 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 and especially at the moment to have something to look forward to is really vital. So um, there's been decent demand for 2021 um, ski trips. Um, I think skiing, I'm really hopeful, will have a decent season. They had to close down for two months of this season. Um, so I'm hopeful skiing will come back. And by the time we get to Easter summer next year, I'm really hopeful that I think travel will look a little bit different, but people will be able to get away in mm. some kind of normal surroundings. Mm. I think um, it's quite an, a good example of, of why people should use someone like you, yourself and your services at the moment, because... You know, like you say, they can just pick the phone up to you. Some of these travel companies right now, they probably can't even get hold of because for whatever reason. Um, and having the, you know, the, the, um, the pleasure of being able to just speak to someone is, is, is you know, that is that's actually very valuable, I think. Well, um, I think, so. and, I, and I hope and I'm sure it will uh, stand me in good stead going forward. Um, yeah. Whereby these clients that sometimes it's just a bit of reassurance. And um, I've been calling, calling my clients you know, making sure they're okay, you know, making sure that they're aware that their money is safe um, and uh, being quite proactive in trying to move trips. May You know, a lot of hotels within uh, a few months of, of, of arriving there might be, ref uh, you not get your money back. But if I can approach that and three months before people client, uh, arrive at a particular hotel, I can get the money back. So it's about being proactive. And, yeah. and there's a lot of companies not doing that. So to have a sort of trusted travel advisor, someone personable as I say you can get through to it will stand me in good stead and I think that will be one of the changes in travel going forward I think the internet's been great for travel and it still is great there's huge amounts of information um, but when things don't go to plan you want someone there you can Me talk too. to you can get through to mm. um, and I do think the nature of travel agents and um, people doing what I do really will come to the fore over the next two three four five years yeah, that was interesting because that was my next question to ask you actually about how, how do you see it affecting the, the future of travel and, and the way things will be done in the future with this? What yeah. we're going through? It's going to be interesting, you know. I think there's going to be some, um, I think there's going to be some really good things to come out with it. You know, you look at the environment and sustainability. I think 
travel's obviously been at the front line of that, uh, air travel especially. And I do think people will consider um, their carbon footprint and how much they go away. There's been a big focus on places like in Venice, for example, you know, over tourism, these places that are getting actually mobbed with tourists, cruise ships arriving, you know, every day, two, yeah. three arriving, you know, will that, you know, which isn't sustainable. And um, some of these amazing places, as I say, like Venice, you know, just, it, you know, it's not the same because there's so many people going there. So I'm hopeful that um, due to COVID-19 that there will be a, a shift, you know, maybe over tourism uh, will be less of a problem and there'll be less people visiting um, maybe people will travel less, maybe leaving less of a carbon footprint. Um, so I think that will be one sort of long-term, hopefully, benefit. Mm. Obviously, I still want people to travel and people are going to want to see these amazing cultures and go to these amazing places uh, to see. And that, and that will still happen. Um, I just think it's going to take a bit of time to get up to that stage where people are confident about sitting on airlines, um, interacting and, and, and being close to people. Uh, I think in the in the medium term, I think domestic travel will will boom. Um, hopefully this summer and and even going through in over the sort of autumn time, I think people will travel domestically. I think uh, private villas, jeets, uh, um, and I, I think where you're not in a hotel type environment, I think that will flourish. We've got a number of people travelling to villas over the summer, uh, and I'm really hopeful that that might be something we can stay in place. If you can fly into Portugal, Spain, Greece, and you're going to your own villa with your own pool, uh, and all you need to do is potentially go to a supermarket, then, mm. then I'm hopeful in the medium term that type of travel will be will still be around in the summer. But yeah, we'll, we'll be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be more flexibility. A lot of airlines, especially, um, are very inflexible. You buy a flight, uh, you pay your money, you often quite a lot of money, and you're, you're fixed. Yeah. Um, and I know through reading some um, reports over the last year, a lot of the younger generation, the millennials, for example, want to get this flexibility. Yeah, I want to book a holiday, but I might need to shift it. And mm. I hope that through uh, the current situation that there might be a bit more flexibility from airlines. Um, I know, for example, travel councils, we're offering outside eight weeks for a number of product products. You'll be able to change your booking without any, any questions, without any worries. So uh, I think the flexibility um, will be... Uh, key um, and also I mean we've all got so used to travel jumping on low-cost flights going everywhere like I mentioned with the carbon footprint people will be more aware of that and maybe travel is going to become a bit more of a, a treat um, you know, I think a lot of us have classed a holiday as a necessity which in a way it is but maybe mm. we'll move back to a bit more of a luxury item maybe people will travel less and it really will become um that real treat that it, it you know it always was maybe yeah. people have got a bit blase with travel so um so that's interesting and then i think the last bit which is which we're already seeing is airlines and, and availability opening up earlier uh, traditionally you'd be able to book flights 11 months in advance um already virgin are going to be uh, announcing a summer timetable uh, ahead of this 11 month rule easyjet are already open flights up so i'm hoping people can book far in advance people mm. will be able to book flights maybe two years in advance rather than this sort of year in advance so uh, that opening of uh, allowing people to book further in advance could well be a benefit for customers mm. um, and a change in in, in in the travel scene that's yeah it's really interesting um, and it's really interesting to hear your point of view on it because wouldn't it be so lovely to go on holiday right now <laughs> or next week or the week after well knowing that you can go next month or the month after yeah. that'd be yeah. such 
and it's so nice for everyone because you know I think that's yeah well everyone's going to need Ole and I think it would yeah. be really nice I, I, you yeah. know it's just that confidence I mean people aren't too a bit worried about going to the shop or you know getting the kids to school so going yeah. away to an airport is I think it's going to take time to build that confidence but oh geez yeah, yeah a bit of lockdown by a by yeah. a swimming pool or something like that. Oh. I heard when when it first broke, there was quite a lot of people stuck in the Maldives. Oh, um, poor so there. they were in, the, in lockdown in the Maldives, which <laughs> would have been rather nice. It wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be lovely. <laughs> um, Matt, thanks, mate. That's really interesting to hear your point of view and hear your story. Um, and um, let's hope we can. Well, let's just hope you know that things will get moving, so we can all. We just got to keep fingers crossed, and things yeah. will get moving. It's going to take time, and yeah. you know, and hopefully at the end of it, you know, people um, will value uh, travel agents and, and and be able to use the services of uh, that individual, not just in travel, but in in loads of industries. Yeah. You know, where you're dealing with a maybe a small independent, or you're dealing with a person um, rather than this 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 sort of craving for you know, quick, easy um, service, cheap, cheap, cheap. You know, I think people are going to see the value, certainly, I mentioned earlier with myself, but in, yeah. in a lot of these businesses where they're getting that real personal service and dealing with an individual. Um, yeah. So hopefully there'll be some positives coming out of this in the long run. Yeah, I hope so. It's very, you mentioned that, that's kind of the backbone of brilliant businesses where we try and um, get people that have been in corporate perhaps or have left corporate and believe that they can just put more love into it and do it by doing it themselves. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, letting the local communities use those people because um, that's the backbone of our, of, of, um, of our economy, really small businesses. So yeah, thanks mate. Really good to see you again. Um, all Matt's details are on the brilliant businesses website. So please get in contact to him with him. If you need any travel requirements for now or in the future, of course, um so thanks very much matt and um thanks I was, i'm sure i'll see you again soon cheers mate yeah lovely cheers okay, bye, bye.